Welcome to Beers in the Sheds, a podcast where we talk about all things sport, beer, some random banter, and basically all those things you talk about with your mates over a couple of beers in the sheds after the game. I'm your host, Josh Donahoe, and I'm joined by my good mate each week, Daniel Friend. I'm based on the sunny coast in Queensland, and Friendy is based on the central coast of New South Wales. He'll be talking NRL, I'll be talking AFL, pretending we're experts in both, and talking about a whole lot of other stuff in between. I hope you enjoy the show. G'day, Josh. I'm very sad, mate. How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm all right, mate. Afternoon. It was a shitty result last night, um, reflecting on origin, but... Uh... Mate, I live in Queensland, so the quicker I can move on from this debacle and not mention it and hear someone yelling in the street, Queenslander, the better for me. Absolutely. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> must be tough for you up there, man. That's that's rough. We got hammered. We did. We did. There was little glimpses of promise, but uh that was about it. But um yeah, convincing win. Yeah, most definitely, mate. How's your week been other than that? The uh We'll probably talk about it, I guess, but did you catch some of the cricket? Yeah, yeah, yeah plenty of that. Um, oh, look, kind of mixed bag, bit of work here and there, bit of bit of play here and there. Um, nothing too out of the ordinary this week. I mean, it's Thursday already. Yeah. Weeks are flying by, but uh, no, pretty good, mate. How about you? Yeah, good, mate. Cruising along, week nine at school, so nearly time for holidays. Uh, I'll be doing a bit of work in the holidays anyway, but yeah, good to go. Awesome. All right, well, let's do a little bit of a sport wrap-up, buddy. Let's get into it and... Hey, we already started there, but Origin, what what happened? What are you, as a as a Blues fan and probably someone who's seen more Blues losses than wins, mm. um, what are you thinking about the current squad and future? Yeah, I think uh, Freddie's going to be out the door, I think. Uh, and he's, his great. tenure sort of, yeah, it started really well. He won the first two series. It was a real fresh side, um, but he's just been... Hampered by injuries, but really just some really poor selections and even in-game substitutions have been way off the last year or two. Uh, last night when Damien, oh sorry, when Tommy Turbo went down, um, he decided to put Damien Cook, who is a dummy half or hooker, out into the centres, and it just made no sense to me. Like I, I'm a, I'm an armchair critic sitting at home, and within two seconds, I just thought. Stephen Crichton goes to right centre to cover Tom and then left, you just move Hudson Young from second row, you just move him one spot to left centre and Liam Martin, who's an Australian left back rower, goes into that spot. It made complete sense to me, but Freddie's decided to put a hooker out, hooker out there. So I think Freddie's gone, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, I think Manly season with Turbo gone is uh, is yeah. big news as well. Um, Mate, talk about... Yeah, I mean, that crazy injury and so early in the game. And if anyone mm. saw my footy tips, I think there just was a typo. It wasn't. It didn't say first scorer. It said first pectoral muscle tear. First injury. <laughs> <laughs> first injury. Mate, unbelievable. Just the way he rolled off that tackle, I'm like, that's it, he's done. Yeah. So it didn't set, didn't set the, the scene too well for us. But, um, mate, I tend to agree. I think Freddie's probably done his dash. He's had some, he's had some good results, but mm. sometimes a freshening of the coach. Problem is, is – Probably talked about before who who would step in there. So, yeah, challenge, but um, also, uh, yeah, congratulations to our Queensland listeners as well. Like, they were really, really good. Take nothing away from them. And uh, Billy Slater, he's been brilliant along with Cameron Smith and Jonathan Thurston as the assistant coaches. I mean, 
there's a trio that uh, sort of haunted me for years anyway, watching the Blues growing up. So they're doing it yeah, again. He could be a good one to um, to steady the ship and lead them to a few more wins, I think, the way he did that. Um, so, yeah, no, well done to the Queenslanders, but uh, here, we, here we come, dead rubber match again. What the hell? Dead yeah, we've got tickets. <laughs> Are you got tickets? Yeah, unfortunately. Anyone want to buy them? Shout out to, the <laughs> like, shout out to us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right, mate. Well, let's get into NRL. What um, what's happening in the in the clubland of footy in the mate, week that was? Clubland is still a little bit affected by Origins. Three teams with the buy this week, but I'll start us off t- uh, tomorrow night on Friday. We'll start with the Warriors to beat the Dragons, who are just in turmoil. Ben Hunt, captain, halfback, highest paid player. He's asked for a release during the week. He's off him, wants to leave, says he will not be playing. So I'll tip the Warriors there. Eels in a tight one over the Dolphins, and I didn't realise it's up on the Sunshine Coast, is it? It is, mate. Yeah, it's a sold-out event up in my neck of the woods. Uh, you gonna go? I, unf- oh, I, I can't. This yeah, the whole running a this whole running your own business thing's a joke. It means you got to work. Yeah. You can't just take a sickie. Yeah. So now I'll be working Saturday, and I actually got given two tickets to it um, just oh, this week. So I've passed really? them on to a good good mate, Phil, who's an Eels fan, and he'll be coming up to watch them. He's he's based in Brizzy, but uh, yeah, mate. Those those events, the NRL games that get hosted here on the sunny coast get snapped up pretty quick. So uh, I think the sunny coasters might even take the dolphins as a bit of a, a home team or a second team. If you're not in bed with the Broncos already and just moved here, it's a nice sort of fit to, to support the dolphins. They're a bit closer and the, the new kids on the block, but, um, but anyway, mate, it should be a good game. What, uh, what else is happening? Yeah. Awesome. I, I love that, mate. I'd love to watch a game up there. It's a good ground. Uh, Panthers, I think, will be too strong for my Knights. The Storm should handle the Seagulls easily without Tommy Turbo. Brisbane to win in the little Queensland battle against the Titans. Souths, I've tipped to beat the Cowboys, but there's a few out for Souths, so it might be closer than what people think. And the Raiders, I think they should handle the struggling Roosters uh, to round out this round. And that's me for the NRL, mate. Uh, AFL... We'll talk about it a bit later. I've been going all right here. What do you like for the <laughs> AFL this week? You've got a rap for us? Yeah, yeah. You have crossed code with some of your punting and uh, had a bit mm. of a look at on the other side. It's a good sign, mate. Once once you once you go <laughs> AFL, you can go back. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, last week, um, Port continued to impress with their win over the Cats, uh, looking like a, a gun team. Um, Giants crushed Frio in probably one of their better displays of the year too, which was uh, interesting to watch. A couple of little upsets. You know, Tigers upsetting the Saints. Um and Carlton just actually got their shit together and um, and got a win on the board too. So, um, yeah, interesting. A couple of interesting games. Still shortened or slightly shortened rounds too with um, with buyers happening. But um, look, the other things that popped up in the news this week, the Bombers flagged the idea of changing their logo, which is an old uh, warplane with the bomb, hence the Bombers, you know. Um, so it's a classic logo. And, you know, there's uproar, absolute uproar, um, you know, from past players saying, can't change it. Why, you know, why do you want to change it? It's not appropriate. Who says it's not appropriate? So definitely a bit of chatter around that. So I think it's an iconic logo. It'd be mad to change it. Maybe refine it and put a, uh, I don't know, what are the modern jets? F-111s? No, there's newer ones yeah. than that now. Put, you know, update the jet maybe, but uh, yeah. surely, surely a jet dropping a bomb isn't inappropriate to to see the need to change. But anyway, that's with the chatter. And then another uh, ex-footy player and a few other people were talking about banning the tackle. Now that's what um, do you mean? that might that, yeah well that's that's the headlines enough to make you say that right so yeah they're looking at they're looking at concussions in in AFL the amount of tackles in AFL 
uh, in comparison this year to, you know, 10, 15 years ago, the amount of tackles per game has increased significantly. There's a lot more congestion um, because of the the rules and the way they've changed the game. So it's not as free-flowing, which means more tackles, and more tackles means more tackling incidents, which means more concussions. So someone's come out with the, I can't think of his name, ex-player who actually played AFL but went over to Ireland and played Gaelic football. Uh, and they don't, they don't have tackles either. You can tackle the ball. You can't tackle, physically tackle the man. You can bump the man. You can, you know, you can knock into them, but you can't, you can't tackle the man to the ground. So, again, quite hard to police that kind of thing. But um, anyway, it was just a strange comment that is trying to see the, the game change. It's one of the hardest games to, to referee and um, mm. keeping players safe and tackling. It's just a lot of contention around that at the moment. So, interesting news about uh, do you think, concept. Josh, do you think that, because you see this with rugby league as well and junior sport and things like that, do you think there's going to come a day where instead of – they're all clearly worried about um, litigation and being sued and and everything there. Do you think there's going to come a time where the players enter into an agreement or sign a waiver and say, look, it's a physical sport. If something happens to us, well, we've got the appropriate, I don't know, insurance or whatever it may be, but we agree we want to play this sport, get paid handsomely, and we're going to cop the knocks with it. Yeah, I, I've had this discussion before, and I think I feel like there's probably some something along those lines already. But the problem mm. is that whole duty of care still lie like they'd be able to sign that. Yeah, but you know, with the understanding the club were taking a duty of care, so there's going to be a lot of work from both sides. But I totally agree; they're going to have to sign something at some point that yep. says we're happy to enter in this comp, knowing that X, Y, and Z is part of the game, and the you know long term effects could also be this. Yeah, it's got to happen, right? It's got to happen. Yeah, it's, it is, it's part of the risk, unfortunately. But I still think they'll be trying to minimise things like concussions, which will forever change the way the games are played. Which, um, mm. for good or bad, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but anyway, look on to tips. Uh, I managed five out of six last week, which wasn't too bad. Uh, this week we're kicking off tonight. Love, love a bit of Thursday footy. Uh, Geelong and Melbourne. Um, Geelong just gone off the boil a bit, and Melbourne. Oh, I'm, I'm going to take the D's to win that one tomorrow night. We've got Saints versus the Lions. Um, I think Lions will be too good, even though they're traveling down to Melbourne. They're not at the MCG, which is their hoodoo ground, but uh, I reckon they'll pick that one up there. And then my Swans are back at home against the West Coast Eagles. Now, the Swans have been playing shit, but the West Coast Eagles <laughs> are absolute turds. So Man, if we cannot win this game, I like it, it, I'd be devastated. But the problem is with those teams like that, West Coast, who just are horrible, they're dual win every now and then. So yeah, they're just gonna be that bogey team and someone's gonna cop it and they're gonna get egg on their face. I just hope it's not us this weekend. Uh, on Saturday, we'll see Frio versus the Bombers over there at Optus Stadium in Perth. I'm gonna take the Bombers there. They they can definitely get the job done. Collingwood will be too good for Adelaide at the MCG on Sunday, but that, that's going to be my match of the round. That should be an absolute cracker. Uh, and then Gold Coast versus the Hawks on Sunday. Uh, look, I, I think this might be a closest game, but Hawks um, Hawks had a good win pre this bye against the Lions. So young, fast team. Suns are sort of on and off. I'm going to pick the Hawks in a bit of an upset there on the Sunday. Like bit of value yeah. around them as well. Uh, yeah, there is. Nice Thank you for the wrap-up there and the tips. Uh, good as always, I'd suggest. Mate, during the week, uh, well, last week actually, it caught my eye when the Aussies won the cricket, the World Test Championship, and Pat Cummins is standing at the front of everything 
the presentations with a, a big mace, uh, they were calling it, and holding it there. <laughs> and it got me thinking about obscure sports trophies. Now, I, yeah, obviously the mace for the World Test Championship, the I think the most famous and iconic trophy across the world is the Ashes, the little urn. And to be honest, that's pretty obscure. Um, and the other one Very I was obscure. thinking of, yeah, the other one I was thinking of was um, the toilet seat in the A-League. Do you remember that one? I do. I, I don't think it was ever known officially as the toilet seat, but uh, the, the shape and the design would have to be called a little obscure because it did resemble a toilet seat. Um, she made a mind's uh, brother was down on the field when uh, Sydney won that, and he's got a photo of that around his neck, believe it or not, for wow. the toilet seat. But, uh, yeah, the, the mace was a funny one. It's a strange – I don't know if there are other maces in – in sport, but um, die, look, wizardy. I saw you. Hey, what? Very wizardy. Wizard, medieval times, absolutely. Yeah. It's a weapon. It's a weapon. I don't know how they're going to declare that coming back into the country, but um, <laughs> it's an odd one. I uh, I saw you'd put down this as uh, the obscure sporting uh, component this week, so I had a quick little look too, and uh, I found the Carlisle Bell, which uh, is, is awarded for a uh, horse race in the UK, and the Bell's were made in the 16th century, 15-something, 1530 wow. or something. It's been awarded to the winner of this horse race every year and still to this day. So not obscure, but it's an obscure little trophy with some with some history attached. Um, and one that sprang to mind instantly, and I will post this up on the, on the uh, Facebook page, Singapore Airport probably 10 years ago now, lost our luggage, went to the lost and found room. I'm standing there in line. I look up, and there is this big trophy. It looks like the World Cup, you know, the sort of angled <laughs> shape holding the ball. So I'm like, what the hell is that? I look at the inscription, Champion Lost and Found Airport 20, 2013 or whatever it was. I was like, what? <laughs> and it's huge. So I've got this photo of it when I was there. I thought that was hilarious. So yeah. I didn't, you know, at that point, I was pretty confident I was going to get my luggage back too. So uh, anyway, it was a funny trophy. And yes, sure enough, my luggage appeared. 12 hours later delivered to my airport. So that's amazing. Deserved winners, but uh, I'll post that one up on the, uh, on the page. We might post the mace up there too, or a few more, a few more obscure trophies for the, the followers to yeah. see. For sure. Uh, things just happen to you on tour, mate, don't they? They, they just do. There's <laughs> <laughs> always uh, a story. That's uh, and then let's, let's chat about, well, we're chatting about the Aussies abroad. I mean, we're talking about not just the mace trophy, but, and we're talking about the ashes Aussies one nil up in an absolute, Belter, what a yeah. game of Test cricket! Absolutely unreal, mate. It's uh, it's still the best format. Oh, I don't care what anyone says. Test cricket, long live Test cricket. It's fantastic. Uh, Captain Pat, he actually scored that forty-four, not out at the end, is the highest score in Test history for a number nine in a fourth innings winning chase. So, oh, really? That's a good start. Yeah, yeah. So. Well done to him and uh, well done to the Aussies. Mate, it was Fawaja, fantastic. Um, absolutely. Yeah. It was – it just I, – I saw him quoted post-game, Paddy Cummins, and he said there wasn't a moment that this test was not 50-50. There was never this thing, yeah. oh, wow, England are right on top or the Aussies are on top. It was 50-50 the whole way through. Um, I probably went to bed that night thinking, yeah, I don't know how chances are like. So I probably thought England had the best opportunity on day five. But just I randomly woke up at about 3 o'clock and I quickly looked at my phone. I'm like, it's going to be over. We, we might have won, but we probably lost. 
I'm like, are you kidding me? We've only got 50 something runs to go. And I just bolted out of bed as quick as I could ah. and watched the last, watched the last hour or so. And it was, uh, it was unreal. But um, yeah, no, pretty stoked to win that one. And, you know, Basball was good for cricket and yep. good for that test, but um, good that the Aussies could show a little bit of resolve, a little bit yep. of patience, especially on a wicket like that. You know, they've probably made that for Basball, but it also means you can be patient on it too and take yeah. your time. So super win. It's, well done, boys. Yeah. Another quirky stat. I saw it today. And you ever see The Chase on Channel 7? Is that the, the show? quiz show where you got it? Yep. 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 One of the guys, one of the chasers, is his name is the shark on the show, but his name is Byron Coverdale, and he's obviously he's a genius, but his thing is cricket stats, and he puts some awesome ones up on Twitter, and one of them was um, the last time, that's the biggest Australian chase, like winning chase, since uh, Pat Cummins' debut where... Usman Khawaja also top scored in the innings with 65 and Pat Cummins hit the winning boundary, which is the exact same thing that happened the other day. <laughs> wow, that's freaky. Yeah. So, unreal from the Aussies, 1-0. Uh, yeah, looking forward to the rest of it. What about other codes, mate? What's been happening? Got some mate, golf news US- there for us? Yeah, US Open during the week. And Wyndham Clark came from sort of nowhere to – he's only had one win previously. Uh, and he, he won the US Open. He beat Rory McIlroy by one shot. And there's a few others in contention there. And young Tom Kim, who I tipped in the last major in the PGA, went no good at 100 to 1. He's 20 years old and he finished he finished tied eighth and he pocketed 562,000 in uh, the US Open during the week. Oh, he will, he will win one. Mm-hmm. Did you put him yeah. to finish top 10 or 20? You should just stick with I that, him, man. I had him top 20 at $7, yes. Oh, nice. Well done. Yep. Well done. So I got him there. Um, oh, and I'll think to have 5 or $10 on him every major because he will win one and he'll pay 100 to 1. All right, watch this space. Rindy called it here first. Maybe Absolutely. I don't listen to all the golf podcasts. Someone else might have called it somewhere, but <laughs> it was called here first. Yeah, that's it. If um if he does salute, I'll be buying some beers, uh, that's for sure. And can you point me in the direction of a beer of the week or a brewery of the week, Josh? Ultimate segue, friendly. Well, well done to <laughs> our brewery of the week. Uh, yeah, look, this one's a bit more of a sad story. A brewery called Two Birds. Um, they're a Melbourne-based brewery that kicked off back in 2011. Um, and look, I actually remember being part of a focus group tasting their beers when I lived in Sydney, was in an office space and uh, someone was handing them around and uh, I was probably one of one of a couple that may have drunk craft beer before and used to big flavours, so they're asking for all this feedback. So I, I watched them grow and, well, I remember tasting those guys. Um, so it's actually two ladies that set it up. Um, they had a great range of beer, including the taco beer, which is pretty well known in the craft beer scenes. Um, they were actually bought out by Lion... Uh, the big boys in brewing uh, probably at least a year, two, two years ago, I think now. Um, so Lions sort of absorbed them, kept their tap room and brewery running and kept making their beers, but they just become another line item where Lion can say, as they have just done today, this week, they're going to discontinue them, shut the shut the tap room and no longer make Two Birds beers because it's not, not performing on sales. So that's what happens, unfortunately, when um, – the big guys buy the brands out. Stone and Wood also sit under that banner. And whilst they're a pretty big line item, it would only take a couple of bumpy years in declining sales and line could just go, see you later. Uh, and then wow. create their own one to fill in there. So 
Anyway, yeah. continue to support local and independent is what I always like to say. But uh, adios, two birds. It's been a pleasure drinking your beer since 2011. Well done, two birds. And um, I don't know, I guess onwards and upwards for the guys that did get bored out. Have they done anything since or don't know? Oh, well, two ladies there, one stayed on and one left. Um, you know, obviously there would have been a buyout thing. So I'm sure financially it's not hurting them. It's just a disappointment yep. for the for the industry with seeing things discontinued, which this week I've put a note there to talk about fantails. I mean, yeah. I literally only had some last week. Maybe my yeah. maybe my small packet purchase from the supermarket is not enough to keep them going. I've I've got a theory. Well, it's not my theory. I've seen a theory, and they reckon it happened with Coke back in the I don't know nineties or eighties or something like that. I've been told and. They're going to say they're discontinuing it, but that may boost sales and they won't discontinue it or they will for a little bit and then they'll bring it back with a big we're back and that boosts sales as well. That's what I've heard, the theories. I actually saw someone from, is it Nestle? No. Who makes it? Someone was on uh, the news Alan's? saying, which, we're, Alan's, yeah, we're changing all our equipment. And it's too expensive to do a whole thing just for fantails when they don't sell so much. So I reckon, I reckon they might come back for a limited thing every yeah. now and then, but they'll be a different shape and they'll fit the current machines. They'll have to go through the minty machine and the minty yeah. wrapper. So all those things ah. will have to change. But, will they still uh, have yeah, questions we might, on the wrapper? Oh, you, mate, they're not a fantail if they don't have the question on there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they're good at, uh, yeah like the bottle caps on the uh, beers as well. They're good late at night. Absolutely. All right, so our ale or bale segment each week. Friendy's usually pretty good at coming up with someone, and this week he is not disappointed. Friendy, who have you got for ale or bale? We've got the ultimate villain. He's not even a pantomime villain. He's the ultimate villain from England. Uh, he bowls about, I don't know, mid-120s. I reckon I'd whack him around a bit. Ollie Robinson. Um, Ollie Robinson, yeah. yeah, he's only a fast, medium fast. He's not He's not a genuine medium. quick by any means. Yeah. He's a bit lumpy. Yep. Very um, average, in my opinion. I will not be having an ale with Ollie. Uh, <laughs> not a fan. No, I'm not a fan either. And he gave, you know, he gave Ozzy a bit of a spray and wasn't apologetic at all. Not that, you, not that you need to apologise, but I think he just he thinks he's bigger than he is. Mm. Um, I can see him probably playing up to the Ashes vibe and wanting to be that kind of villain. Well, he's definitely claimed the title. Um, I'm not going to have a beer with him either. He seems like no. a good turd. No, I'll yeah. uh, I'll stick to the other side of the fence uh, with Ricky Ponting, who he brought into this whole thing, and um, Ricky just yeah, he's taken him down quite uh, quite well, just sort of basically alphaed him in a few more words than this, but basically said I've proven myself in the ashes. You haven't. Just remember that kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. look, and he's I think he likes a bit of controversy. I'm just going to quote one of his tweets here. Oh. He's like, my my new Muslim friend is the bomb. Like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? He thinks he's the comedian. So yeah, I think he'd be a turd. So I'm not having a beer with him. I think I've said turd five times this podcast, but um <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass, mate. It's it's a yep. it's a bail on Holly. Yep. Beautiful, mate. All right, mate. Well, we're gonna move on this week to something I'm very happy to talk about. I'm back in the winner's circle of the week. Saluted last week at three dollars twenty-two, and it was all FL, which I am not an aficionado. <laughs> I don't know what that tells us. Maybe we should just throw darts. Thanks to the AFL. Friendy gets a win. Nice one, mate. I didn't I didn't pick up a win, but I did cash out. I had a nice multi running. 
Yeah, I had a nice multi running, but it went into the blues, and I was not confident, so I cashed out uh, yep. and took a little and took a little bit. But I'll take that as a win. Uh, yep. This week, I'm going to go. Uh, look, I'm going to go with an upset. The Hawks are paying three ninety uh, to win one to thirty nine uh, against the Suns. I think that's I think that's massive overs. I think they're three twenty just to win. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I'm all in on that one. That's that's me this week. I'll we'll value see if that pays dividends next week. What about you? I like it, mate. I've uh, I'm going to stick a little bit with the AFL. I've got the Demons tonight, one to thirty nine. I think it'll be a tight game, and uh, the Warriors head to head tomorrow night to beat the Dragons, and that'll get you three dollars fifty. I'm pretty, I don't know. I'm, I'm confidence levels are, are rising, so they should after a win. Yeah. All right, we'll yeah. jump on that, punters. If you feel like uh, following us to the winners' circle, uh, and I don't know, mate. That's probably about it. From us this week, what's uh, what's the weekend in store? Uh, mate, weekend, we've got a friend who or uh, partner's friend. She's going to Europe for a while, so we're going to send her off, uh, even though we kind of had a send-off for her two weeks ago, but we've got another weekend to squeeze in, so we'll do it again. Yeah, how about you, mate? Oh, mate, same old for me. Working this weekend, got plenty of tours on. I've actually got a visiting group from New Zealand. I'm taking on a trawler to table tour, so a little cruise, sample our local prawns. So it's a bit of work, but it's actually quite a fun fun group. So before you know it, the weekend will be done, so I'll be watching late-night games and KO minis, I think, this weekend. But <laughs> Very good, mate. Nothing awesome. wrong with the KO mini. Yeah, no, they're very good. We're not sponsored, but we'd like to be KO if you're listening. Uh, all right, so that wraps it up. Wraps it up from us this week. Um, you know where to follow us on all the listening platforms, and you can leave us a review there too, and pass on the good word. That's it. Pass on a word to a mate. Get us a follow. Get us a like on social media. Follow all those pages as well. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed the show. Yeah, thanks, friendy. Thanks everybody, and wherever you are this week and weekend, enjoy your beers in the sheds. <laughs>